Did you know that Jesus was Jewish? You might be asking, what does that mean for your Christian faith? Watch today and discover how understanding the Jewish roots of your faith and your connection to Israel and the Jewish people can transform your life and the way you read the Bible. Coming up on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice. I'm Jonathan Burness and I'm joined once again by my co-host Ezra Benjamin. Today on the program, we're going to be talking about the topic life after death. It's something that's become really popular over the last few years. And it's because when things get difficult, we start asking tough questions. Like, is there something more beyond this life? Ezra, the good news is the answer is yes. Right, there it's is. a resounding the Bible, yes. The Bible has so much to say about the afterlife. And I, I really sum up the Bible in two words. There's two th topics that I, I find uh, talked about from the beginning of scripture to the end and it's destiny mm -hmm. and it's the afterlife. And I, I, I can't think of a better time to deal with those questions than, than when life gets difficult. Right. Have you found that as things have gotten harder that people are more open to these sure. questions? You know, very practically, the last few years, all of us have walked through a worldwide pandemic. And it's amazing the things you start thinking of and the questions you start asking or the questions you realize you don't have clear answers to when people very close to you are suddenly dying at a much faster rate than any of us had experienced in our lifetime. It's really shocking. Yeah, I've lost over a dozen friends. Also, when you're sitting at home week after week and you're asking the question, is this, isn't there more? Are we ever going to see life like we knew it restored? That's right. Now we work in places like Ethiopia and Zimbabwe and other nations uh, that are used to hardship. Sure. But I think this is new for the Western world. Right. And I'm glad that people are asking these tougher questions Absolutely. again. And I think it's time. I'm also glad that people are saying, show me in the Bible what I can know according to God's word, which is truth and living and active about this whole idea of what happens when we die. Jonathan, I've heard kind of this, this uh, false dichotomy maybe between Christian thinking and Jewish thinking. People say Christians believe in heaven and hell and the Jewish people don't. I think that's an oversimplification totally as we look at the scriptures. Very oversimplified. And I know we want to spend a few minutes today actually digging in from both an Old Testament and a New Testament perspective because it's not two separate stories. It's a continuation of one story, God's story. So maybe we can start in the Old Testament and just talk about this idea of uh, what happened when people who followed God, who had faith in God, died or yeah, passed away. Yeah, let me away. begin with a story because sure. people love stories. I always, it, it, we've talked about this before, always believed that there must be something more to this life. I've right. always believed that. And I've, I've told you it goes back to the death of my grandfather suddenly when I was right. six and we were all shielded from the funeral. We, we it was just, it was something unhappy and mm -hmm. don't that don't shield the kids from from this right. and it, it just drew me to want to know more what what is this all about mm. people being put in the ground right. right that you never see again right and the other thing the other question was why am I here mm. and those two questions are connected why am I here and what's going to happen to me after I die and the Bible answers both questions right. 
The Old Testament answers both questions. The New Testament answers both questions. But there's no monolithic view. No one has a monolithic view. Right. Uh, so I went to the rabbi as a young teen. I was probably 11 or 12 preparing for my bar mitzvah 13. Mm -hmm. And I sat down, it was Ask the Rabbi Day, and I'm in this comfortable leather chair. And I said, so rabbi, what happens after you die? Yeah. And the rabbi is the great sage of Judaism, sure. right? You go to the rabbi when you have a question. You don't go to the scriptures, you go to the rabbi. Sure. And the rabbi told me a story of a man climbing a mountain who's not able to see over the other side of the mountain. That's all I remember about the story. He's climbing, he's climbing, he's climbing, he's getting closer to the tree line, but right. he never gets to see over the other side. Only God who created the mountain is able to see over the other side of the mountain. So he's the only one that knows what's on the other side of the mountain. Which is very poetic, very. but I imagine not very, very satisfying, rabbinic. very rabbinic. Right, because what the rabbi was saying was, I have no idea, Jonathan. Right. He just couldn't say that because he was the rabbi. He had no idea. And so he came up with this, he had the story of, the, of only God knows. That's pretty typical of the Jewish people. And it's typical of most people. Most people believe that there's something after this life. Mm -hmm. They simply don't know what it is. And we run the, run the danger, I think, of kind of creating God in our own image sure. by determining what happens after this life ourselves. Sure. We make the decision. Right. Or we say, I'm a good person. This is the scale mentality. And the good that I've done outweighs the bad, maybe. Right. Maybe. Maybe I've given away more than I've stolen in life. Right. Uh, and so I'm going to a good place. Right. And this I'm is going to a better place. It's the Jewish dilemma every uh, fall, every autumn when we go through Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year, and then this holiest of holy days on the Jewish calendar, Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. And the idea is that in essence, God seals the book of life uh, on the, at the end of that Day of Atonement. And you're either written in it or you're not. But we know, you know, Jonathan, we're from Jewish families. We're, we're part of the Jewish community that if you ask the average Jewish person, are you sure your name's written in that book? Are you sure that you have an eternity with God? The answer is often, I who can know? They, they don't know. What, what it does illustrate, what Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement does illustrate, Ezra, is that it matters in Judaism, that, that there is a concept of a, another life, a life after death, a, 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 a book of life, and that's important to Jewish people, important enough to go to, to synagogue or to go to temple and to ask God to forgive us of our sins, to implore God to, to make us right with him. However, that process works in hopes that will be written in the book of life and it will be sealed for another year. Right, and that's the challenge, right? There's the felt need in the Jewish community. There's the felt need in any community to know what happens after I die, but there's no assurance. There, there is no assurance. Now that changes in the New Testament, but it exists in the Old. There's verses in the Old that are pretty clear and there's also verses that are very unclear, over 60, that speak of, of beyond the grave, of something that's going on after this life. As you said, Jonathan, 66 times in the Old Testament, there's this word in Hebrew, Sheol, and it's not hell, it's not this idea of separation from God, there's another word for that, Gehenna, and it's not 
paradise. There's other terms used for that and it's also ambiguous. But this idea used over and over again that the forefathers of Israel understood and it's Sheol. It's in essence, when I die, I'm going to this realm of the dead, whatever you want to call it, a waiting room, this 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 place where where the dead go when they die. And, you know, the proof for that is uh, as one example, Genesis 42, verse 38. You know this story. Uh, Jacob uh, finds out, you know, he's already lost Joseph, one of his beloved sons, and he finds out that Benjamin's life is now in danger. Benjamin's, in essence, held hostage in Egypt. And Jacob says, my son will not go down there with you. His brother's dead and he's the only one left. If harm comes to Benjamin on the journey you're taking, you will bring my gray head down to Sheol in sorrow. So Jacob knew this is, Sheol isn't hell. Jacob was a man, you know, who followed God. He worships the God of Israel. But he said, I know what's happening. When I die, I'm going to Sheol. And am I going to go in sorrow or am I going to go in peace? So here's what they knew. They knew that there was something beyond this life. Right. That's why I wrote A Rabbi Looks at the Afterlife, Ezra, yeah. because it's all in the book. It's all clearly in the book. And there are credible stories in the book of people who died, not had a near-death experience, died and came back to life. And I talk about what they share in common. Yeah. Credible people that have been there and come back and they're not afraid to die again. They, in fact, they want to get back to that beautiful place, that paradise that they left. And, and your, your faith needs strengthening and someone that who is re who's really searching can find the answers in this book because it's, it's references, it references the scriptures. Uh, we're right. also including with that, a rabbi looks at the afterlife study guide so it really can get into your spirit. We want to get these out to you as a way of saying thank you for helping us to bring eternal life to Jewish people and their neighbors around the world. And Ezra, we're also looking for monthly partners. Yeah, you know, we're reaching Jewish communities every month of every year. And if you can stand with us on a monthly basis in, in helping send us around the world to do that, we want to send you this thank you. It's really a great thing for a devotional area, even an entry hall in your home. It's Jeremiah 29, 11, one of our favorite verses. The Lord knows the plans he has for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. We want to send this to you as a thank you for your monthly support. And that, that's, that's really, I want to say it again, that's what Jewish Voice is about. That's, that's right. our mandate. That's right. To proclaim the gospel to the Jew first. God loves everyone. We care about everyone. But it begins with going to the Jew first. Right. The Jew first. God cares about the redemption of mankind, but he, cho he chose to do that through the people of Israel and has made a commitment to restore them. Well, Ezra and I are going to pray for your needs in just a minute. But first, our announcer will share an incredible opportunity to support Jewish Voice medical outreaches that will allow us to share the gospel, the good news, with Jewish communities around the world. Will you partner with us after this? There is life beyond the grave. To strengthen your own convictions and understanding of the afterlife, for your own edification, and to fully equip you to share your faith, you're going to want a copy of the book, A Rabbi Looks at the Afterlife, and the study guide. Jonathan will gladly send you both for a gift of $40 or more. But maybe you can do even more. 
If you're serious about our destiny and the afterlife, for your family, friends, strangers, for yourself, and even people around the world, may we challenge you to become a monthly Shalom Partner, sharing the gospel with Jewish people around the world who are unsure about whether their name is written in the Book of Life is the heart of our work at Jewish Voice. We can say with confidence, your gift of $30 per month as a Shalom Partner will lead to a new destiny, a home in eternity for individuals you may never meet until your own arrival in heaven. Plus, you'll receive this engaging 8 by 10 inch chalk art plaque that confirms God's plan to give you a hope and a future. The box design makes it easy to hang on a wall or stand alone, or gift it to a friend who needs to know the reassuring promise of Jeremiah 2911. In these times that seem so uncertain, it's more encouraging than ever for all of us at Jewish Voice to be able to count on our Shalom partners. I want to encourage you to be a monthly partner with Jewish Voice. The greatest blessing that you can give a Jewish person is the gospel, the good news that Jesus, Yeshua, is their Messiah. So if you want to bless the Jewish people, bless them by becoming a monthly partner with Jewish Voice. Please be assured we give thanks to God and celebrate every new Shalom Partner. Every day we see the impact your monthly gift of $30 has in eternity. Because of you, Jewish people and their neighbors around the world will have the answer to the most important questions they ever ask. Who is Jesus and where will I spend eternity? Call this toll-free number. Friendly operators will answer all your questions or mail your most generous gift to the address on the screen. If you prefer, you can give securely online at jewishvoice.tv or scan the QR code. On behalf of the many Jewish people standing on the threshold of eternity, thank you so much. Welcome back. Uh, we wanna thank you, by the way, for your support of this ministry and considering the difference you can make transforming lives and impacting the eternities of people around the world. Well, Ezra, we've been talking about the afterlife right. uh, at a time when people are open to, to talking about what happens after this life. Exactly. That's the, that's the good thing about facing adversity. Right, and as, as you were mentioning a few minutes ago, Jonathan, this word Sheol, or almost the realm of the dead, is a Jewish concept uh, found 66 times, believe it or not, in the Old Testament scriptures. And yet, uh, throughout that period of time, into the days when Jesus was alive ministering on earth, there was great disagreement in the Jewish community about what comes after Sheol. Is there a resurrection? If there is, is there uh, a place where you can be with God? Is there a place where you might be punished apart from Him? Is there no resurrection at all? And we actually see that addressed in the, both the Old and the New Testament. Yeah, what was very clear was that there's a life beyond this life. That was, that was very clear. And it's not so clear in Judaism today. It's not monolithic. There's those that, especially post-Holocaust, that uh, primarily because they can't answer the question, why would a loving God allow mm -hmm. six million Jews to perish, sure. that there possibly could be a loving God. And so there's been a shift right. in Judaism. But for the most part, uh, as a, a people, as a faith, mm -hmm. uh, scriptures and according to scripture, there has been a, a clarity that there is something beyond the grave. Right. There's something beyond this life. Now, Daniel 12 
is a, is unique scripture because it makes it clear what options there are. And yes. this this is a nugget that I'm going to have put on the screen sure. so you can see it. Uh, the Bible doesn't talk about hell in the Old Testament. Wrong. The Bible doesn't talk about heaven in the Old Testament. Eh, wrong. Daniel chapter 12 is one of the few verses that's very, very clear. Listen to this and you'll think it's from the new, but it's not. It's from the book of Daniel. It says this. It's in Daniel chapter 12, beginning in verse 2. It says this. Multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth. Th th that is death. There's... They're sleeping in the it's dust Sheol. of the earth. It's, yeah. it's the dust of the earth, right? Will awake some to everlasting life, others to shame and everlasting contempt. Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens and those who lead, who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever yeah. and ever. That's incredible. So there's this idea. That's clear. Very clear. Hundreds of years, hundreds of years before Jesus is born, uh, of a woman and lives and ministers on earth, uh, this idea that there's something after the sleep of death. There's something after Sheol and it's everlasting life or everlasting condemnation. So think of it. You have Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, uh, Enoch, right. uh, uh, Elijah, Elisha. There's the, all the greats right. are, and the, the people of Israel are sleeping in the earth. They're sure. still alive, right. right, in some form. But Daniel makes it clear these multitudes that who sleep in the dust will awake. Right. They will come forth again, some to everlasting life, others to everlasting shame and contempt. Right. What I see twice is everlasting. That this life is eternal. That's right. This life is eternal. Your life is eternal. You live in a body, but you you what makes up you, your soul, your spirit, however you understand that, is eternal. Daniel is very clear. This verse in Daniel, some will live to everlasting life. I believe that's paradise. Others to shame and everlasting contempt. That's Gehenna. Right. That's separation so, from Jonathan, God. to me, I mean, you, you have in Jesus' day, you have this debate between the Pharisees who said there is a resurrection. There's waking up after death. And then the Sadducees who said, no, there's no such thing. Sheol is it. The realm of the dead is the best you can hope for. Who knows what happens after that? To me, Daniel's very clear here in chapter 12 that the Pharisees were right. There is a resurrection of the dead. But the two questions that come into New Testament times are how and when are people resurrected and how do I know whether I'm destined forever, whether, whether I'm headed for everlasting life or everlasting contempt? And those are the questions Jesus answers. And answers them very clearly. Right. So one example that uh, you were pointing on, and maybe you, if you could read that, mm -hmm. is uh, the story of Nicodemus. Right. Nicodemus is a Jewish leader, right? He's a leader in Israel. I'm flipping to it here, and it's, it's John 3. And many of you at home know by heart that classic Sunday school verse, right? John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Interesting there, not perish, everlasting condemnation, but have everlasting life. It's, it's Daniel 12 language. It is. But 
John 3 is this whole story of a Jewish leader secretly coming to Jesus. Why is he secretly coming by night? Because there was tremendous debate and hostility toward the idea that Jesus might be teaching truth and even more so that he might be the Messiah. And so Nicodemus has to come privately and gets into this incredible dialogue with Yeshua, with Jesus, about what does it mean to live forever. And Jesus tells you it's not just being born of water and what he's saying is the waters of childhood childbirth, you have to be born again by the Spirit. Being born a second time is how you have everlasting life. And that's where we get the phrase, born again believers. Ever wonder where that comes from? It's from Jesus' words to a Jewish leader in John chapter 3. A and he's rebuked. Nicodemus is rebuked by Jesus. Right. How, you're a teacher of the law. How could you not how, know How this? do you not understand but these that's, things? But that's, that's what we typically find right. when we share the gospel with Jewish people. They just don't know. It's not they've right. that they've rejected Yeshua, right. they just haven't heard. And the Bible's very clear. How can they believe exactly. unless someone tell them? How shall they hear unless someone be sent? If you, if you hear, you'll believe. When you believe, you'll confess unto salvation. And that's why we're here. That's why Jewish Voice exists. That's exactly why we exist, Jonathan, to share that Jesus, Yeshua, is the way, the truth, and the life. The eternal life and the resurrection from the dead, to share that with Jewish people and their neighbors around the world. So we want to make a deal with you today. Would you equip us to take the good news of Yeshua around the world to Jewish communities who have never heard that there's a hope for eternity with God? Uh, we want to share that news. And as a thank you, as a response, our part of the deal is we want to equip you through these resources Jonathan has prepared, a rabbi looks at the afterlife. We want to equip you to share the good news of the hope of eternity with God with a friend, even a Jewish friend or colleague, but Jewish or not Jewish, a friend, a family member who's asking the question, what happens after I die? You have the answer and this book will help you answer that question for them. Yeah, the verse goes on actually to say, and no one comes to the Father except through me. So he is the only way and that that's, that compels us to share our faith. Uh, two words that I think capsulize the scriptures, destiny and eternity. And that's why I wrote a rabbi looks at the afterlife. There is an eternity. Uh, this life is a vapor, but there's an eternity. And the decisions you make in this life will determine where you spend that eternity. This is to strengthen your faith. I go into the Old and New Testament and stories of people who have died and come back. It will strengthen your faith. And it's also to give to a, uh, a child or a grandchild or friend to help them discover the most important truth they can discover in their lifetime. That there is an eternity waiting for them, but they have to make the right choice. We also have a study guide so you can learn further about the afterlife. Uh, this is the afterlife study guide. We wanna sow them into your life is you help us to uh, put on medical clinics and earn the platform to share the gospel with Jewish people. If you'll become a Shalom partner, a monthly partner will send you this beautiful Jeremiah 2911 plaque. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper and not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. He has a hope and a future for you. And I hope that that destiny is tied to what we're doing. So watch this. There is life beyond the grave. To strengthen your own convictions and understanding of the afterlife, 
For your own edification and to fully equip you to share your faith, you're going to want a copy of the book, A Rabbi Looks at the Afterlife, and the study guide. Jonathan will gladly send you both for a gift of $40 or more. But maybe you can do even more. If you're serious about our destiny and the afterlife, for your family, friends, strangers, for yourself, and even people around the world, may we challenge you to become a monthly Shalom Partner, sharing the gospel with Jewish people around the world who are unsure about whether their name is written in the Book of Life is the heart of our work at Jewish Voice. We can say with confidence, your gift of $30 per month as a Shalom Partner will lead to a new destiny, a home in eternity for individuals you may never meet until your own arrival in heaven. Plus, you'll receive this engaging 8 by 10 inch chalk art plaque that confirms God's plan to give you a hope and a future. The box design makes it easy to hang on a wall or stand alone, or gift it to a friend who needs to know the reassuring promise of Jeremiah 2911. In these times that seem so uncertain, it's more encouraging than ever for all of us at Jewish Voice to be able to count on our Shalom partners. I want to encourage you to be a monthly partner with Jewish Voice. The greatest blessing that you can give a Jewish person is the gospel, the good news that Jesus, Yeshua, is their Messiah. So if you want to bless the Jewish people, bless them by becoming a monthly partner with Jewish Voice. Please be assured we give thanks to God and celebrate every new Shalom Partner. Every day we see the impact your monthly gift of $30 has in eternity. Because of you, Jewish people and their neighbors around the world will have the answer to the most important questions they ever ask. Who is Jesus? And where will I spend eternity? Call this toll-free number. Friendly operators will answer all your questions or mail your most generous gift to the address on the screen. If you prefer, you can give securely online at jewishvoice.tv or scan the QR code. On behalf of the many Jewish people standing on the threshold of eternity, thank you so much. Ezra, we just have a minute left. I'd like to pray specifically today for people's families, for mothers, for uh, fathers, for grandparents that have been praying for the salvation of their spouses, for the salvation of their siblings, for the salvation of their children, their grandchildren, maybe even their parents. Can we focus on that today? We want to agree with you for salvation for your household. We declare it over your life. So Ezra, go ahead and lead us. Salvation for your family. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that you, you said Lord. you are the way, the truth, and the life. Lord, we pray this season, even this week, this week in those watching, Lord, in, the, in their families' lives, that you would visit them, that you would visit their household, generations up and generations down with salvation. Lord, that you would meet people in the place where they are and reveal to them that you are the way, the truth, and the life. That you would use those watching today to proclaim the good news of Jesus. And even more than that, that you would use others in these family members' lives to proclaim that same good Thank news you, to them. Thank yes, you, Lord, Lord, that you are the one who visits with salvation that those who are watching can trust you, that not only have you saved them, but that you would be found faithful to save their Thank whole household through their faith in you. And we stand with them in faith and agreement in Jesus' name.
Amen. Amen. As for me and my house, we will serve Amen. the Lord. If you'd like more information about our ministry, you can log on to jewishvoice.tv. You can also send us your prayer requests right on the website. Uh, our team here at Jewish Voice is committed to reading your prayer requests and praying for you by name. We believe in the power of prayer and we care about you. More importantly, God cares about you. Uh, I want to remind you to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Psalm 122, 6 says, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love thee. Until next time, this is Jonathan Burnus, along with Ezra Benjamin saying shalom and God bless you.